and welcome to another episode of the Global Storytime Podcast, where every two weeks, I bring you a folktale from a different country or culture so that we can all get to know that place better. I'm your host and storyteller, Diane Strand. This week, we're going to China. Did you know that this last Friday, February 12th, was the start of the Lunar New Year? This celebration of new beginnings is based off of a lunar calendar that is used throughout Asia and is a big deal not just in China, but also in Vietnam, Korea, Laos, and Mongolia. The traditions vary, but all include spending time with family, wearing special clothes, giving gifts or money to children, and eating good food like dumplings or steamed buns with delicious fillings called bao in Chinese. The story I'm bringing you this week Auntie Tigress is a little bit like Little Red Riding Hood and a little bit like Basket Lady Swings from episode 5. But overall, it is a very unique story with an unexpected hero. Let's get into the story. Find a comfortable spot, grab a cup of tea or a stuffy or a blanket, and get ready for our journey. Are you ready? Let's go! Tigress. High up in the mountains lived an old, old tigress who had been on earth for so long that she had mastered the art of transforming herself into an old lady. The tigress was sly and cunning. She had long, sharp teeth, and when she was hungry, she would come down from the mountains to prey on people. She was especially fond of tender, juicy children. After she had gobbled up a child, she would collect, as a trophy, the child's golden locket, pendant, bracelet, or earrings. The tigress decorated her immense cape with these souvenirs. She loved the clinging, clanging sounds they made as she stomped through the mountains. They seemed to say to the world, Here comes the tigress, the greatest child-eating monster of all. One day, the tigress was hungry and headed down the mountains to find a plump little child for dinner. She came to a house at the foot of a hill and hid behind a tree. A mother called to her daughter, May May, my sweet girl, I'm taking your father his dinner. He needs to finish harvesting the crops. Your great aunt from over the mountain is coming to stay with you. I left some buns in the kitchen for you to share. I've never met great aunt, said May May. How will I know it's her? She will call you by your name, said her mother. And she is bringing you a pair of pretty red shoes. Be good. Stay inside and lock the doors. She added and hurried on her way. The tigress drooled at the sight of lovely May May and the shiny golden locket she wore around her neck. She raced to the door, but May May had already locked it, just as she had been told. That May May is a clever girl, grumbled the tigress. But I'll get her to open that door. The tigress hid in the bushes and waited until she heard May May's great aunt coming up the path. Then the tigress leapt up and let out a ferocious roar. Poor great aunt was so frightened, she fainted. The tigress tied great aunt to a tree and quickly transformed herself into an old woman. She picked up the satchel with a pair of pretty red shoes in it and hurried back to May May's house. Open the doors, my dear, she called in through the window. Who are you? asked May May. 
Why, I'm your great aunt, the tigress replied. Mimi peered at her closely. Mother said that great aunt would know my name and bring me a gift. Oh, yes, said the tigress, opening the satchel. Look, Mimi, I brought you a pair of pretty red shoes. Now, be a good girl and let me in. Relieved that this was indeed her grand aunt, Maymay unlocked the doors. Maymay led Auntie Tigress into the kitchen and offered her some of the delicious buns. The tigress was not interested in eating one. It was Maymay that she wanted. Just to win her trust, the tigress reached for a bun anyway. But when she saw a little mouse on the plate, she fell to the floor, cowering in terror. Who would have imagined that of all the creatures on earth, the mighty tigress feared only mice? Maymay burst out laughing. Oh, great aunt, how can you be afraid of a little mouse? Furious and embarrassed, the tigress picked up a long bamboo stick and waved it at the mouse. Speedy, nimble mouse, he jumped up and down and left and right and finally ducked into one of May May's new red shoes. Now I've got you, cried the tigress as she raised the stick to strike him. May May wanted to save the poor little creature. Stop! Don't ruin my new red shoes, she said, distracting the tigress long enough for the mouse to scamper out of the house. The tigress was furious about the mouse's escape, and she stomped and screamed. When she did, Maymay caught a glimpse of a tail peeking out from under the tigress's long skirt. <gasps> then Auntie Tigress went into the bedroom and called to Maymay. Come and take a nap with me. Now that Maymay knew Great Aunt was really a tigress, she wasn't going near her. First, let me try on my new red shoes, she said, and she quickly put on the shoes and headed for the door. But the tigress had blocked it with a boulder and Maymay could not open the door. The tigress again called for Maymay to join her in the bedroom. Maymay thought for a moment and replied, I need to go to the outhouse first. So the tigress moved the boulder and opened the door, but first she tied a rope around Maymay's waist to make sure the little girl could not run away. Out in the yard, Maymay tried to untie the heavy rope, but her hands were too small and delicate to loosen the knots. As she sat crying in frustration, a little mouse crawled out of the basket and started gnawing at the rope. It was the very mouse that Maymay had rescued. Soon, Maymay was free. The mouse thanked her for saving his life and gave her three little sachets. But before he could tell Maymay what they were for, the tigress came charging out of the house, sending Maymay and the mouse scurrying away. Maymay ran into the bamboo forest. Her steps were much smaller than the tigress's long strides, and in no time at all, the tigress was upon her. As she looked over her shoulder at the fierce creature, Maymay tripped and dropped the red sachet. A little red bean rolled out of the bag, bounced three times, and suddenly turned into hundreds of red beans that rolled all over the ground. When the tigress stepped on them, she slipped and fell with a loud thud. She landed so hard that a few of her teeth were jarred loose. As the tigress roared in pain, Maymay ran away, her footsteps taunting the tigress. The tigress got up, gritted her loose teeth, and raced after Maymay. When she caught up to her, Maymay was less afraid, for now she knew that the mouse's sachets were magical. She opened the blue sachet and threw it behind her. One slender sewing needle flew out of the bag 
It twirled in the air and turned into hundreds of needles. The needles instantly burrowed into the ground and sprouted into plants that looked like soft peacock feathers, but were as sharp as needles. As the tigress ran through the feathery plants, they pricked her all over and she fell to the ground, withering in pain. Maymay kept running, her footsteps taunting the tigress once again. As she pulled the sharp feathers out of her feet, the tigress swore to catch up with Maymay and gobble her up. Once again, the tigress caught up to the little girl quickly. But just as she reached out to grab her, Maymay opened the golden sachet and tossed it over her shoulder. A fine golden hair wafted out and turned into hundreds of mice with golden fur. The mice swarmed over the tigress, quickly covering her from head to toe. Roaring in fear, the tigress turned and raced back to the mountains. Indeed, she was so terrified of the mice that she did not show her face for 500 years. Maymay ran out of the bamboo forest and met her mother, who was hurrying home along the path. They untied Great Aunt and helped her back to the house. Before long, Maymay's father finished the harvest and returned home too. And they all lived happily ever after. The End Welcome back! I hope you really enjoyed Auntie Tigress. Who would have thought that the mouse was going to save the day? And that it had magical sachets? I loved the twist in the story, and I hope you did too. If you want to learn more about China, make sure you listen to this week's companion episode. It's episode 11b, Let's Learn About China, and I share the country's history, languages, national food, and more. You can also follow the pod on Facebook or Instagram at Global Storytime Podcast, where I post maps, photos, and book recommendations for each country that I feature. You can always email me at globalstorytimepodcast at gmail.com. And please, if you haven't already rated or reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do. It really does help the show. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host and storyteller, Diane Strand. Until next time, bye!